to the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. I'm your host Peter and I am a certified intuitive eating pro skills facilitator and an eating psychology coach. I'm a qualified trauma-informed practitioner and well-being coach and what all of that means is that I support wonderful souls to heal their relationships with food, their body and themselves. In this week's episode we're taking a look at who are you really? Like really, 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 really. Do you truly know yourself? And before we get into this episode, I wanted to remind you that Elevate, a course in self-kindness, is now available as an access on-demand self-paced course. There are 12 topics to work through and ultimately, through Elevate, you will connect with your true self. For more information on Elevate, head to nourishingsoulfully.com forward slash Elevate. Let's dive into today's show. I don't know who I am are words that have bubbled up for my clients in many a session. They felt like they've lost themselves along the way and don't really know how to find that person again. That sense of self, that self-awareness and deep knowing. I've been there too. And so I thought, If many of my clients have been in that position of not knowing themselves, as have I, then maybe a few others in the Nourishing Soulfully community will feel this way also. Hence the episode today, and I hope that by the end of today's episode, you feel more hopeful around reconnecting with your true self and finding out who you really are. Now, the reason that I love this topic is because I have done a lot of coaching around it. And I've also gone through my own journey of self-discovery too, over many, many years. And that's kind of what led to the creation of Elevate, the life-changing course in self-kindness and self-care, which by the end of Elevate, you kind of really do know yourself and you're truly connected to your true self. So in today's episode, we're going to delve into how we can lose our sense of self, the different chapters of life that can affect this. And in the second part of today's episode, I'm sharing the Who Are You Really workshop, which was delivered and recorded last year. So for the second part of today's episode, you'll need a pen and paper to hand as you take a journey into discovering who you really are. Are. There are many factors that can contribute to losing a sense of who you are. One of those can be trauma or significant life changes. So trauma or significant life changes such as divorce, death of a loved one or a major illness can shake up our sense of identity and make us question who we are. These life-changing events often cause disconnections within our life and our sense of self is connected to various sources. So it's natural that when disconnected from something, we also feel a disconnection within. New life chapters also massively impact our sense of self. So maybe it's a new relationship, a change in career, taking time out to travel or moving location. These things, whilst often positive, can really rock the boat. 
Change is often a really great thing, but goodness me, it can truly shake things up for us. So be gentle with yourself. Know that when things settle, you'll feel a little bit more like yourself and you'll find parts of you that hid away whilst the newness was happening. And that's totally okay. Something else that impacts our our sense of self and I think is often not considered is negative self-talk. If you are constantly telling yourself negative things about who you are, about your worth, about what you can do or can't do, your abilities, about what you know or you don't know, about what people think about you, about what you can achieve, over time you may begin to believe them. And that belief in that negative self-talk can cause a loss in your sense of self-confidence and self-worth. You really are what you think and really working on that self-talk will make all the difference in every single area of your life. Nobody hears that voice in your head, chattering away all day, saying the most awful things about you to you. So imagine if actually you were able to get to a point with a lot of perseverance and work and patience that a lot of what your self-talk was, was positive. Imagine the impact that could have on your life, on your day-to-day. Comparison to others is something which I think fits also into this, is something that can really shake our sense of self too. So if you're constantly comparing yourself to others, and that's also if you're constantly comparing your work or your relationships or your business to others, because we have ties and connections in terms of our sense of self and those things, this can often lead to feelings of insecurity and unsureness about who you are and what you stand for and ultimately leave you feeling pretty inadequate. So watch out for comparisons. When they bubble up, ask yourself if what you're thinking is actual fact. Would it stand up in a court of law? A lack of purpose can often cause us to feel lost. So if we don't have a clear sense of purpose or direction in life, we can end up feeling disconnected from who we are because if we don't know what we're working towards what our hopes and dreams are what our purpose is we can find it quite difficult then to connect with who we are sometimes our purpose in life changes sometimes We may not have had a purpose to begin with. 
And if these things happen, it can feel like everything within us has either shifted a bit or just some, something isn't aligning. So try not to, get, to beat yourself up about this. If things have changed, if your life purpose has changed, give yourself time to adjust. If you're feeling like you've never had a life purpose and you really don't know what your purpose is, take the pressure off yourself. Give yourself some space. Life purpose is something that we, I think there's a whole, yes, there is a whole topic dedicated to life purpose in Elevate. So it's something that is definitely, truly linked to our sense of self and that true self. So give yourself space and take the pressure off because it's such a huge thing to have on those shoulders when you're already feeling lost and unsure about yourself. Social media and external influences will make it difficult to maintain that connection with who you are authentically. So the constant barrage of social media and external influences can make it difficult to stay true to yourself. And it can often lead to feelings of confusion and disorientation. When social media becomes less social and more just scrolling, try to take a step back. The social element can often allow you to express yourself and your thoughts and your opinions. However, keep an eye on sharing things because you believe it sounds good or looks good to others. If what you're sharing doesn't align with your values, it will cause further confusion in regards to your sense of self. So it's not, if anything, it is to the detriment of your personal connection with yourself. So really try and watch that. Watch how you use social media, who you're following, the kind of posts that you see, and just check in with yourself and check how that's making you feel. And if it potentially could be skewing with that connection to yourself. Discovering who you are really is a journey that can take time and effort. Self-reflection can be really useful in terms of just taking a little bit of time out to reflect on your values and your beliefs and your strengths and weaknesses. And you can do this by journaling. So in the second part of this episode, the workshop on who are you really will help that. That's full of journaling prompts in terms of that self-reflection side of things, of getting to know your values and your beliefs and your strengths and your weaknesses. I would say as well, once you've completed those journaling prompts, again, don't try and pin down who you are immediately. Give yourself a few days just for things to, a little bit like a snow globe, to be shaken up and then to settle and notice when things align with your values and your beliefs and notice your strengths and notice your weaknesses. And notice them when things don't align with your values and beliefs. So if you feel like your back gets up a little bit, or you're annoyed about something, or something is a hard no, a hard no is just as valuable to us as in terms of personal data 
as a hard yes is because it tells us what doesn't align with our values and our beliefs, what we don't want right now. And spending that time reflecting over the next few days, you don't have to kind of take time out every day to reflect, but just notice and acknowledge as you go through your day-to-day life can be really useful in terms of putting together that jigsaw puzzle of who you are now. You can try exploring new things as well, like activities or hobbies, and that can help you to discover new passions and interests, which could potentially help you to define who you are. With this again, watch that you are not attaching the new activities or hobbies that you would like to try out with either what people would think would be interesting or cool or with a person. So say for example, you have a partner and they're really into rugby. So you decide actually, do you know what? I'm gonna try out rugby. I'm gonna start watching rugby. Can you tell me? I don't play rugby and I don't watch rugby. <laughs> but let's keep, keep going with this example. Um, but in reality, the reason for doing that is to connect with your partner more. You can find other ways in which to connect with your partner, but if if you're trying out new activities and actually your goal isn't to discover new passions and interests which define who you are, just be wary. Be wary of where, where the intention is ultimately. So just check in with yourself and, and question, okay, I want to try this new thing. Is my intention to try it to, dis- to kind of define if I like it or not, or is or am I doing this for a different reason? Am I doing it to impress someone or to connect with someone? Which is totally fine. It's totally okay for you to do those things for that reason, but try not to let that then get mixed up and jumbled up with trying to define who you are because that can lead to further confusion. So try to keep those things separate in your mind and go, right, okay, I'm doing this because I want to connect with someone. Lovely, brilliant. Build that connection Um create a stronger bond with the person and have that kind of interest that shared common interest that's lovely but it doesn't mean that you have to be incredibly passionate and interested in that thing you can just be interested in it because a partner is or a friend is and you like to connect with them in that way focus on your strengths as well so over the coming days and weeks spend some time doing things that you're you're good at that make you feel really good about yourself. And that might sound silly, but I think often we're constantly striving for improvement and to be better and to master new things that we forget that we can also spend time doing things that we're already good at, that already make us feel really good about ourselves. And doing these things, focusing on those strengths makes us feel more confident and it helps us to gain a clearer sense of identity. Doing things that make us feel good is always a good idea. It's never a bad idea. So embrace doing the things that make you feel good and also embrace your uniqueness. Remember that everyone is different and that's what makes us really special. 
embrace those quirks and differences. And I know it's easier said than done, but try not to be someone else. Celebrate what makes you unique and own it. Because I bet the people that you admire and respect and look up to, they're totally unique in themselves. They're a little bit quirky. They're a little bit different. But they own it. And there's something really impressive about someone, especially I think in this age of social media, someone owning who they are truly and uniquely and not trying to show up as or impersonate another person. We are going to move on to the next part of this episode now, which is the Who Are You Really workshop. And I think you're going to find it really useful. I know that when I've delivered this workshop in the past, it's been a gentle kind of journey into self-discovery, that beginning part, that first chapter. And it can create a few questions that bubble up for you. And this is a really good thing. Treat yourself gently as you work through this workshop. Be kind to yourself. Welcome to this Nourishing Soulfully workshop. Who are you really? There are times in life when we can feel as if we've lost ourselves amongst everything else going on. We don't quite know who we are, what we like, what we don't like, what we want and don't want in life. This workshop will support you in a safe self-exploration of who you are really, so that you can begin living your life in a truly authentic You're going to need a journal for this workshop and if you have one, a separate piece of paper too. Take a moment to settle in, make sure you've got a pen and paper with you and that you're able to pause this workshop as you go. So there will be journaling prompts along the way that I'm asking you to write further about and you're going to need to pause the video as you go. Okay, let's begin. So first off, I would like you to take a moment to consider what has led you to the point where you feel a little lost. Where did you feel you last felt like you knew yourself? Maybe you never have, and that's more than okay. But I wonder what has stopped you from getting to know yourself until now. Okie dokie, if you've done that, if you would like a moment more, just press pause. And if you've written your answer, we will delve into the warm-up. So we're going to go through a few questions that may come to mind when someone asks you about yourself. Um, And these questions will help you to warm up and to get into the zone. They're not questions where we're deep diving immediately. So it should give you a little moment to warm up into this session. I'd like you to answer the following questions. So pause the video now whilst you do. I'm going to talk you through these questions now, so feel free to listen to those before you pause. What is your favourite colour? What's the title of a song you love? What's your favourite meal, breakfast, lunch or dinner? What kind of books do you enjoy reading? What kind of films do you like watching? Where is your favourite place? Name one of your long-standing habits. You're moving to a faraway land and can only take three items which must be just for yourself. What do you take? People and pets do not count. 
Pause the workshop now whilst you write your answers. Okay, it's time to get a little deeper now. What do friends turn to you for help with? What kind of questions do they come to you with? What things could you read about and research for hours? Maybe it's documentaries or podcasts or Google searches. What feels a bit like a guilty pleasure? What values are most important to you? I've popped a few on the screen just to get you going. You don't have to pick from these values, but this should inspire you a little bit to have a think about the values which are most important to you personally. What are your strengths? Consider one or two life events that have shaped you into who you are today. When do you trust yourself the most? And by that I mean, when, what activities do you do where there is little self-doubt, where you feel confident in your abilities? When do you doubt yourself the most? Which feelings do you find the most difficult to accept? How do you cope with these feelings? What are the thoughts you have on repeat that will stop you in your tracks? And I'm talking about the self-defeating thoughts here. The things that when you're just getting started with something or you're doing something, suddenly a thought comes up and you're like, oh, I can't do that or who am I to do that or I shouldn't be doing that. What are your biggest fears? How do you care for yourself? If you could go back in time to 20 to 26 year old you, what advice would you give them? And I've popped that time frame on there of 20 to 26 because that's usually around the time where we start to make decisions about what we would like in life, the kind of life that we would like to live, the kind of things that we would like to do. So if that age is a different age for you, go back to that age. What advice would you give them? If you could fast forward to 90-year-old you, what questions would you ask? What do you need to accept about your life, about yourself right now? If you knew you had the next five years to live your life exactly how you wish, what would you do? It's time to pick your word or mantra for 2023. So this word should encourage you to embrace who you really are. So looking back through everything you have written, 
in this workshop? What word or mantra will support you in embracing who you really are? And when you've come up with that word or mantra, what I would like you to do on your separate piece of paper is pop your mantra or your word at the top and then write about yourself. Who are you? Who are you really? Finish this sentence. This year I'm finally going to How can you keep your word or your mantra for 2023 in mind? Could you create a phone background with it, looking for the word or the mantra on somewhere like Pinterest, which generally tends to have a lot of pretty backgrounds that are eye-catching? Could you pop it on a post-it note on your screen? Could you pop it at the top of, if you journal, at the top of your journal or in your diary or in your calendar? How can you continually return to this word or this mantra during 2023? Thank you for taking this workshop. I hope it's been insightful for you. If you have any questions, please feel free to email Peter. That's P-E-T-A at nourishingsoulfully.com. I'd just like to take a moment to tell you about Elevate, which is a course in self-kindness and self-care. Learn to take proper care of yourself. Elevate, the life-changing course in self-kindness will guide you to feeling like your true self, elevating you to a new level of respect, understanding, gratitude and belief. If you're feeling disconnected, unbalanced, lacking an understanding of what you want, who you are and how to treat yourself, Elevate will support you in tuning into your intuition, listening to your needs and prioritising yourself. For more information, head to nourishingsoulfully.com forward slash elevate. As always, be gentle, be kind with yourself. Remember, you're doing the best you can always. Sending lots of love your way. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Nourishing Soulfully podcast. As always, between now and the next episode, you can find more from me on the website where I have a blog at nourishingsoulfully.com on Substack where I write weekly letters on living an intuitive life which is nourishingsoulfully.substack.com and if you'd like to hear from me in your inbox sign up to the weekly Friday kindness letters. You can sign up at the bottom of any page on the Nourishing Soulfully website which again is nourishingsoulfully.com. Until next time, be gentle, be kind. You're doing the best you can, always. Sending lots of love your way.